Support for this podcast is provided by Schwabi, Williamson, and Wyatt, committed to redefining client service around one ambition, to master their clients' industries. More on what it means to be represented by Schwabi at schwabi.com. And Blue Collar Agency. Blue Collar is a full-service advertising agency with talent on both coasts. They believe in the truth of their blue-collared forefathers. Hard work gets things done. See how it influences everything they do at bluecollaragency.com. I think the perception about this place, and I think it's changing, but, you know, is around, you know, restaurants and food and coffee and beer and hipsters, right? Where the hipsters come to retire, whatever that, wherever that was. But I I think in the time that I've been here, we've really seen um, Portland emerge more as a... um, a place where talent is is attracted to and where talent wants to be. Janet Labar. Labar. Yes. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. Absolutely. Thanks, Dan. So I'll do a little intro. You're the CEO of Greater Portland Inc., GPI. Um, And I'm really excited to have you on the show because you have – you know, your organization has a lot of data and knowledge of, you know, what's going on in Portland mm-hmm. and the region mm-hmm. of Vancouver. And yep. that's part of GPI, uh, you know, growth and business-wise. So uh, thanks again. And and I would love always to start with folks' origin stories. Okay. And we were chatting before we recorded. You've been here about four years. So, that's right. You know, what's kind of your path to getting to Portland? And sure. becoming the CEO of GPI? Sure. I'll start one market back. Okay. Okay. Um, so I've been here, as you said, for four years. It'll be four years this summer. And I came uh, to Portland for the opportunity to be the CEO of Greater Portland, Inc. Um, it was a natural step from where I was, which was Phoenix, Arizona, okay. where I was the um, chief performance officer for a similar entity called Greater Phoenix Economic Council, where, um, again, regional economic development. Mm-hmm. And I had been um, at that post for about 10 years oh, wow. and okay. knew that I needed a transition into something else. And I was really looking um, at that time to to stay in Phoenix and uh, do something maybe in the nonprofit sector again or around education, small kids. And I thought that's, you know, going to be an involved parent. And so um, I had, though, seen this opportunity posted. And in Phoenix, as most good economic development shops do, they benchmark across other markets, other competitor markets. They see what other Economic development organizations or EDOs. So you have some short kind term. Of insight into totally. In yeah, yeah. And so <laughs> we had benchmarked against Portland before, and, and I knew of this organization. I actually knew it as Greenlight Greater Portland, which was a prior iteration to what okay. we are today. Yeah. And I had seen that, you know, just a few years back, a new CEO had been appointed. So when mm-hmm. I saw the opportunity posted on economic development journals and the like, I thought, what what happened there? Right. What's going on? Yeah. And so I did a little Google search and found out that, um, the CEO had been tapped by then Governor uh, Kitzhaber okay. to go run the state agency. And so I thought, you know, that's a good, yeah, nothing bad yeah. happened. Yeah, the organization's still intact. And uh, so the opportunity presented itself, and I threw my name in the hat, and they Here called. <laughs> well, that's great. You know, Phoenix is, in one way, you know, there's similarities in the market. Yeah. Size, right? And so I'd love for you to talk about a little mm. bit, maybe just shortly about you know, Phoenix business-wise? Yeah. Um, yeah. How maybe... What's sure. What's it like? What's, yeah, what's, what's kind of not? Yeah, what kind of things you carried over to here that into your job? 
Well, what I thought was interesting um, was the the advanced industries, the traded sector economy um, parallels that mm-hmm. Phoenix and Portland shared, and a lot of that is in the history of semiconductor. So, um, yeah, the, the Hillsboro is home to Intel, and the, their, it's their world's largest R and D manufacturing mm-hmm. uh, innovation hub. Everything I believe that Intel um, actually gets out to its customers has some fingerprint from Hillsboro right. on it. Okay, so while their um, headquarters are in um, California, you know. By and large, this is their their home base. Their second largest presence is actually in in Chandler, and in I didn't the know that. yeah, is okay. it's in the Phoenix metro area. And so I, you know, I thought there's a lot going on there. Then, from an economy standpoint, because you've got a, a highly educated work base mm-hmm. uh, workforce, and you've got um, you know advanced manufacturing in your semiconductor, so computer electronics, a lot of yeah. hardware, a lot of software. Then yeah. spinouts from that, and so I knew that from that standpoint, there was going to be um, a lot to sell on the talent. You know, from the talent perspective, which these days in economic development, it's all about the people. Yeah, and I do want to yeah. dig into that. Sure, that's sure. Been a hot topic here. So. Sure. Um, no, I appreciate that background. Yeah. Phoenix, is that if you have is that a, it? Well, <laughs> you know, Intel is such a hub here. Obviously, yeah. So if you know that dynamic coming right. from it, yeah, I think that's helpful. Yeah. So, well, tell me, how is GPI structured? I know a little bit how it's structured. Sure. Um, but if you don't mind, just kind of reviewing that. And- you got it. Uh, so we are a um, public-private partnership. Mm-hmm. I'll start there, uh, meaning that um, half of our budget really comes and support comes from the public sector, being cities, counties. Uh, port districts, state universities, um, it's probably the, the overall gist of our public sector okay. side. And then on the private sector side, it's, um, you know, the usual corporate suspects. Mm-hmm. You know, we, it's the, the folks in the business community who know and understand the benefits of a growing economy. So banks, law firms, professional services, okay. um, pretty much make up our composition of a public-private partnership. The, uh, region that we represent is actually our jurisdiction is reflective of the MSA, the Metropolitan Statistical Area, mm-hmm. and that's um, by state, so okay. seven counties. Uh, there's uh, Clark and Skamania on the Washington side, okay. and then on the Oregon side, it's Columbia, Yamhill, Multnomah, Washington, Clackamas. Okay, great. Yeah, and I know your you, your board is kind of consistent with the, the folks from like, an, is it U of O or OSU? Yeah, both. Both. Yeah, PSU, WSUV <laughs> on the other yes, side. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then um, some from the private sector. So, That's right. You know, you said there's there's been an iteration of it. So mm-hmm. GPI has been around as a public-private partnership since 2011. So yeah. we're in our seventh year. Um, and prior to that, uh, it was a private sector only uh, okay. driven effort. Yeah. And I think GreenLink was probably around three years. Okay, I think that's the timeline. Great. Well, let's dig into some of the, you know, a couple of things to talk about the big initiatives you guys are working on. Some of the things just I love chatting about the growth of Oregon yeah. and challenges and pros. So yeah. what are some of the, I guess, heading into 2018 and beyond um, you guys are, you know, focusing on? Great. So let me I'll talk a little bit about what GPI's main um mission is and what our main focus on as a, as a greater Portland Inc. It's, it's really around recruitment of new investment into the region. So we focus on uh, working with corporate decision makers, uh, site selection consultants, direct with companies, anyone really in uh, a decision-making capacity who would consider yeah. uh, expanding or relocating into greater Portland. Okay. That's our main mission. That's our main core. Uh, and so as an organization, we're very transactional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are 
essentially, you know, putting Greater Portland on the radar for business. Yeah. And, and then when there's interest and clients come into the market, uh, or we're trying to cultivate those relationships, we're really making this much more of a seamless experience for them. So if they need to talk about workforce and understand talent development or where their pipeline for employees is going to come from, or if it's utilities yeah. or if it's real estate, you know, actual physical site selection, um, anything that would drive a decision you know, to invest is something that we want to facilitate for them. Right. Which is why we have a huge investor network and why we can connect them with partners that we're, you know, doing business with. Yeah. And I love this topic. I actually yeah. was talking to Skip Newberry about sure. it. And I think he mentioned that you guys are kind of the forefront of that. And he's also there. Completely. He's also a resource for that. They're a great so, partner. So, you know, you're out in the market. You guys probably nationally are going to different. Yeah. Different places. Places and yeah. things. Yeah. So what are you kind of hearing about Portland? What do you, what's when you, when you first maybe start that conversation? Yeah. What's some of the initial things that are out in the market? Yeah. Kind of those myths and perceptions. Sure. You know, I, I'll be honest. So I've again, been here almost four years mm -hmm. and when my team uh, really started to travel into other markets, part of what we were hearing back from, um, from folks, the feedback was, Oh, Portland. Like it wasn't a bad thing, yeah, but yeah. it was like, oh, yeah. you got yeah, right, Portland, yeah. Pacific Northwest, you yeah. know, probably somewhere near Seattle. Yeah. And so I think most of it then was they just we didn't do a good job as a community really putting Portland's brand out there and mm. putting Portland's name out there as a place to do business. Yeah. So there's obviously Portlandia is out there. Right. And that's a phenom in and sure. of itself. Um and I think, you know, most people had, uh, I think, the perception about this place, and I think it's changing, but, you know, is around, you know, restaurants and food uh -huh. and coffee and sure. beer and hipsters, right, yeah. where the hipsters <laughs> come to retire, whatever that, whatever that was. But I, I think in the time that I've been here, we've really seen um, Portland emerge more as a um, a place where talent is, is attracted yes. to and where talent wants to be. Yes. And I think I mentioned this a little earlier, but in the world of economic development, you know, site selection factors used to be real estate and maybe labor costs and um, overall cost of doing business. And more and more these days, it's talent is in the top three. Like mm -hmm. they want to know, do you have engineering talent? You know, how much engineering talent right. do you have? They really want to understand that the you know, the deep bench of what a market has to offer. Yeah. And they probably want to understand the support behind that from completely, a, you know, state yeah. private and public right it's true. so it's true um and that's great that you guys are there to kind of yeah. tell a story yeah 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 mm. yeah it is really interesting and and so um you know i think i, I think generally the the perception and the reputation that we're trying to build and put mm -hmm. on people's radar for portland is one so we we always lean with talent as a value proposition mm -hmm. you know we talk about quality of life and place sure. because again um it's directly related to where talent want to be you know, it, if you're in a market, and I, I was actually born and raised in the South, so okay. I'll pick on that for a little <laughs> bit. But, you know, there's a lot of markets down there who can't recreate what we have here. Yeah. There's just, that's, we have natural beauty and a lot of wonderful things going for us. And um, you can't, do, you can't just plop that down automatically overnight in yeah. a in a community. And so, you know, while I think a lot of economic developers in, in Arizona, for example, we used to shy away from using 
um, saguaro cactuses in our, you know, materials. And the kids are like, don't let people know this is the desert. I'm like, it is the desert though, right? It is the desert. But here we really can hang our hat on, Mm -hmm. on place and quality of life. So, so talent, quality of life, um, you know, access, Mm -hmm. connectivity, global Mm -hmm. connectivity. We have an amazing amount of, um, nonstop international flights and nonstop direct flights, uh, which is, fantastic for again our market of our size that's huge i mean when i when i first moved here i mean it was still pretty accessible but now i mean it's just it's so easy to get anywhere it's incredible um yeah it doesn't hurt that we have i'm biased the best airport so yeah it's true Um, we really do so you know another thing i wanted to chat about is kind of the two things um you know there's always there's that the things you talked about Mm -hmm. there's also Mm -hmm. the incentives yeah right yeah so i don't know if you you play a part in that or is that a kind of just a, a more you tell the history of what's done been done before we, we present what's available mm-hmm. you know from mm-hmm. a state perspective um even on the local um perspective side we really let their communities present that information to the clients and the companies that you know that are considering the market and that's you know so one thing and we can talk more about values but you know Oregon and Washington because we're by state yeah. um are not aggressive in that area and that's okay i mm-hmm. think that's a that's a conscious decision that is something that um generally in the pacific northwest it's just it's not something we lead with yeah where other parts again of the country texas the southeast uh especially really put those things up in front and aggressive. amazon hq2 is a is a really still live example of um what's going on in the literature that many economists and think yeah. tanks out there are saying don't give everything up for this and that uh, hasn't been selected yet right? it hasn't yeah. and we did put in for that right. uh, and yeah. we and you can ask me about that later if yeah. you want to but um but i think from an incentive standpoint, we, there are really good tools that we actually do have at both states, uh, on both state levels. But I would say that, it, you know, what we're doing from a recruitment standpoint, we want to we want to recruit and attract what fits into those programs. So in some standpoint, in some you know, regard, we are right-sizing the market for opportunities mm-hmm. that will benefit from what, you know, the states have to offer. Right. It's all about the fit. And, yeah. you know. You know, that also plays with, I know you've been <laughs> asked about this for a few years now. I've seen other interviews. Uh-huh. Is, of course, the housing. Yes. Um, yeah. Personally, I live on the west side. I live uh, in, in Bull Mountain area. Mm-hmm. So there's mm-hmm. right at the edge of the yeah. urban growth boundary. Yeah. I look at my window and there's thousands of houses being yeah. built, yeah. Um, which I'm not opposed to, right? Sure. People, um, but, you know, what? what's kind of GPI's you know, data or thoughts mm-hmm. on that, maybe your personal yeah. story and thoughts since you've been here a few yeah, years and sure. seen that. So. Sure. So it reminded me that you kind of asked what's ahead for us in 2018 too. So when I talk about what GPI does on a regular basis in terms of recruiting new companies, you know, we look at the market as our product. The region is the product we're trying to sell. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what we're putting out there. Um, we also have kind of on the other half of our organization is really our product improvement strategy. So what are those challenges? What are those things that are really prohibiting us from seeing more investment? And we have a plan for that. It's mm-hmm. actually the region's plan. It's not GPI's plan, but we do convene it. It's called Greater Portland 2020. And the goal of that plan is really economic prosperity for all. And that's a big deal, that for all piece, because we know at GPI, if we're trying to stimulate economic growth in the region, 
not everybody is benefiting. Yeah. So that plan is really intended to see how do we better distribute economic wealth and prosperity around. And we focus on three things. Um, the first is people, so talent development. You know, again, yeah. this is about making sure that we're attracting a diverse set of talent, that we're uh, skilling up our homegrown talent to yeah. compete for opportunities. Yeah. There's a big focus on diversity and leadership in that. Yeah. So there's people. And then on the business side, again, what Squarely GPI does, which is how do we make um, the world see Greater Portland as a place to do business. Yeah, there's an innovation piece to that that our higher education partners and and um, our network are really really focused on. And then on the, there's a place pillar, so people business place place is where going back to your um, your recent question here is around the infrastructure that makes business and people and innovation thrive. Yeah. And, you know, so we're looking at things like industrial land availability and development. We're talking about transportation congestion. We're talking about housing affordability and housing availability. Mm -hmm. So, so going back to your question, that is becoming, you know, something that we're seeing in requests from companies, like what's housing cost? Yeah. I mean, they can find this information sure. out, but they want to specifically know, you know, if we're looking at this site in the market, within a 20, 30 mile radius, what are housing prices? And then they also want to understand the demographics of who's living there right. by race, by gender, which is different from what we used to see in this practice. Yeah, I want to talk, I mean, you know, even I saw, you know, Mayor Wheeler was mentioning this at uh, an interview the other day is, and it's not a secret, I mean, Portland is one of the least diverse, right? bigger cities yeah. in the country. Right, right. Um, and that's a challenge and probably attracting some of these companies mm -hmm. who have, you know, maybe already diverse workforce or looking sure. for that. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not yeah. <laughs> a silver, you know, bullet for yeah. these kind of questions and answers, but it, it's, it's something that that's what Portland, the makeup of it is right now. And I think, I think in particular, the city of Portland is very cognizant of that. I think yeah. as a region, we have a lot to offer on in diversity. Mm -hmm. And I mean, West Side, you know, Washington yeah. County is incredibly diverse. Yeah. And and so and there in right the food shows out there, you can actually go get really amazing Mexican food or really good Asian food. Yeah. Um and so I think, you know, as at a at a regional level, it's definitely a dialogue that we care about. Mm -hmm. I think the thing being a woman of color, um, that I worry about is long term, you know, what are we doing to make sure that communities of color feel like they have a place here yeah. and that they are actually getting into, again, employment pathways and career opportunities all the way up to leadership. Mm -hmm. Because um, more and more, I mean, I think people need to see themselves in leadership. And so if we start attracting companies with diverse sets of employees mm -hmm. who don't see someone like them in yeah. their peers, you know, that's that could potentially be an issue for us. Yeah. Uh, now, on the flip side, you know, the population nationally is changing. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it was last year they said for the first time 51% of babies right. being born or born, that. yeah, are, yeah. you know, minority majority. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the world's changing. Mm -hmm. So I, I think we'll get there. But if we can, as a community and as a region, definitely be more aware of, of what we can do to make this place feel mm -hmm. welcome, I think – I think we'll be on the right path. Yeah, and I, I, I'm hopeful. I'm yeah, very and hopeful. I love that's included in kind of plan and way you go to market, and, and yeah. it is so important. And um, you know, I said we are pretty aware of it here, yeah. but it's um, needs to be talked about. Yeah. So yeah. Well, just to kind of switch to you, you know, sure. personally a little bit living here. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. You know, been here four years. Yeah. Uh, nothing asking too personal. Just, <laughs> okay, I was like, where no, are we no, going? No, just your sense of 
uh, you know, you have a family. Yeah. How, do you, how, do you, how have you been like it? You know, how have you... Yeah. Um, what are some of the things that maybe surprised you about mm-hmm. moving here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, business-wise, but yeah. also just, you know, having a family and, yeah. and, and uh, raising your kids here. Yeah. So. It's, it's a wonderful, beautiful place. And... So I'm originally from Florida, and, and then I lived in Arizona. So the theme there is sun. I used to right. refer to myself as solar-powered. Yeah. And uh, my husband, we came and vacationed here in 2006 or seven, okay. And he was smart. He took me here in July. <laughs> yeah, right. That's and how Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, oh, it's sunny here. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, but, you know, I've just found that someone gave me ad- the great advice of immediately when you move here, invest in a really good jacket, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's like and good thing that the market has, you know, yeah. companies like Columbia here. Um, but get a, you know, get the right gear and you'll be set. Don't be afraid of the rain. Make sure your kids get out mm-hmm. in, in all kinds of weather. Cause yeah. if you just aren't used to playing outside in the rain, you'll never go outside kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so I think, you know, for a while, I was definitely awestruck by how green it was, and part of that was we were in the desert for twelve years, and yeah. you know, going take it for granted. Yeah, yeah. when yeah. you go back or when you go into different markets, you just realize the topography and the geography, and things look different. And so, I do have to say, and I mean, in four years, um, really feel like this place has grown mm-hmm. on me. I, I definitely wasn't adverse to it um, to begin with. Yeah. Uh, what was a couple winters ago and we had like yeah, snowmageddon that was everybody was like, like from, what you know, from yeah. Oregon, like, what? <laughs> yeah but um i think you know certainly this last uh dusting we had last week um things moved better yeah, right people absolutely. figured it out and yeah. plowing and salting was done yeah. so um I, I i i think the other thing that really surprised me um was community Commu- the the sense of community here is really strong mm-hmm. and that i think for me manifested my light bulb went on when i just realized how many community centers there are yeah. and what a wonderful asset uh for uh, you know we live in portland so what a wonderful asset for the city to have and um take advantage of and so my kids will go and take classes oh, arts great. classes there mm-hmm. or camps there or something it's yeah. just it's really nice we're it's spoiled. nice yeah. yeah and where i live in the west side we have you know the Tualatin valley kind of yes. and racks. It's so amazing. nice. So just so have nice. infrastructure, no matter what county you're in and city is, is really great. And um, one, co- want to mention a couple more things. So yeah. you're, you're big. Um, you have an annual kind of economic summit. We do. Uh, and that's in the fall. Yes. Oh, okay. boy. September 13th September is the 13th. date in my head. I hope that's right. Okay. And that, uh, where's that taking place? Uh, Portland sure. Art Museum. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah great place. Yeah, uh, so, and that's, everyone should come. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because that's a really a congregation of business leaders here. It and, is. Um, so, well, hey, Janet, thanks so much for thanks, being Dan. on the podcast. It was really fun. I appreciated your asking me. Thank you.